The clock blinks 1.30 a.m. and the bed looks like heaven. My cloth robe falls to the floor and I climb into the purple satin sheets. They feel cool against my naked body. My head sinks into the pillow and my mind slows down after the long day of work. Tax season has begun and the amount of hours I spend at the office just doubled. The day's events run through my thoughts, and the image of a hamster in a wheel suddenly appears. My life has slowly turned into a series of rituals, consisting almost entirely of me at the office very early, and ending in the evening with me at the same place. It would be an improvement if my window overlooked the ocean, instead of a street alleyway. It would be divine if I deviated from the usual routine and took a day for myself. My last date must have been over a year ago. The million things that roam around in my brain lessen as the darkness folds in on me. The lucid state where my dreams are about to unfold is just beyond my reach when a bright light shines through the window. It's strange since my home sits in the dark prairie, surrounded by dirt and foliage. The only things that find their way out here are the rattlesnakes and, occasionally, a stray cow that wandered out of their fenced-in land. The light grows brighter and blinds me. Panic fills every inch of my body at the thought of an airplane crashing into my house but the lack of sound perplexes me. Shouldn't there be large blades whirling and parts colliding with the earth? A thin static sound grows louder, and my paralyzed body won't cooperate. My toes and fingers won't even wiggle. My mind tells me to scream and run, but my useless limbs become lifeless. Is this what people feel when they are too shocked to move, too scared to even react to their surroundings? A beam of light shines down through the ceiling directly above me, which seems impossible since there's a roof between the floor and the dark starry sky. Things get even stranger when two beings float through the ceiling of my room and land next to the bed directly next to me. Their large, dark eyes are the center feature of their faces, and they stare at me. One of them throws the cover off me, and I can't move my arms to stop it. Their skinny gray arms seem whimsical and clumsy, but feel clammy as they both touch my body. With their slight touch, my body lifts into the air, right next to them and I'm floating up toward the beam of light right through the solid roof. It's as if the roof disappeared in that one little area, large enough to allow us to pass through it. The prairie looks dark, and I can't make out any landmarks without the light blinding me. But I do see the edge of the silver craft I'm being sucked up into. The gray, large-eyed beings float to my sides, but I don't feel their long fingers on me. When the silver surrounds us, the floor appears below, and my naked body lands on the cold, hard surface. Tiny, three-foot-tall green creatures scurry to my side and lift me up. 
They are different from the tall, skinny, floating gray, ghostly apparitions that follow behind us. These little monsters have small, beady black eyes and rough reptilian skin that feels hard against my body. It's as if I'm being transported on a large turtle shell. My throat feels scratchy and dry when a scream attempts to escape, but no sound leaves my lips. A wet substance slithers down my face, but I can't tell if it's tears or sweat. Even though I'm completely naked, my skin feels warm.